Hey everyone, it's Haley here. Although things have been a little gloomy here in the studio in the past week, we're really excited to share our 75th episode. 2020 is going to be a year of big milestones for the HLP, and we're so glad you're joining us along the way. Speaking of milestones, the show's getting pretty close to a, a big download number, and with that, another giveaway. I've seen the minis and dice Griff have, has been making, and I'm sure those will be involved somehow. Make sure you're spreading the word about the pod to help us get there even faster. With that, enjoy episode 75, I'm Sorry for Your Schloss. Do you like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 75, and everyone's alive. Oh, shit, I didn't see you there, Emily, sorry. The mood is uh, <laughs> joyful in this room. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it hasn't. It, I haven't for for a second thought that everybody in here was morose. Uh, given how you guys dealt with it last episode in the heat of combat. So, before we get to the repercussions of last episode, I gotta know, Emily, what are you drinking? Out of my nautical themed cup that Jeremy got me for Christmas, I have salt water. Ugh, what? You well, are not really. I did not put much salt in it, but I put a little bit of salt Lee. in water and I'm, I'm drinking Lee. it for Lyra. Okay. You're such a monster. I, I worry about the repercussions of killing Lyra now if this is where we're going. <laughs> so for full disclosure, um, we're recording a zone of truth immediately after this. We're talking to Emily about, you know, some stuff that happened. And I also brought salt water for that. <laughs> it's in my backpack. I'll just do it again. It'll be fine. Y'all are are, are you drinking anything alcoholic? Uh, yes. I also have a raspberry kettle sour beer that is quite good from Alesmith. I figure uh, this works with Freya. We don't know who that is yet. Who could that be? Edit point. Edit point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Haley, what you drinking? I uh, am drinking the Patreon voted on drink, which is a drink suggested by Bipolar Pop-Tart. Uh, it is called Ix, Ix Fart. Um, it's coffee, dark rum, and then uh, a coffee cream liqueur. That does not sound good. Actually, it's good. <laughs> That's what uh, hot dog water beat out, I think. Yeah. I think that was on the poll for that. I mean, I would have had that over hot dog water, but well, let's be real. Like, legitimately, it's coffee and cream liqueur with, like, dark rum. I mean, that's not... Should be fine, All those yeah. things are yeah. good. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. I feel like just cream with dark rum is not, not my jam. To be fair, I did use... I don't know if it was supposed to be hot coffee, but I 100% used cold brew coffee because I'm not about to put... I'm not about to do hot coffee with all that in it. Speaking of coffee, Brooks, what you drinking? Oh, thanks, Griff. I am drinking... Well, just straight whiskey from High West Whiskey. Oh, you know, rye. Straight whiskey kind of mood today? Yeah. 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 Rather than like curvy whiskey uh, from Low West Whiskey. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm sure that exists. Yes. Are you pouring it? <laughs> yep. Healthy. I did. Speaking of healthy, Steve. What you drinking? Thanks, Griff. Um, I am drinking a beer. It's a milk stout called Eric Moore Cowbell. This comes from Single Cut Beersmiths. It is my last beer from the Brewfest. I thought you just drank your last. I, beer my from second the- to last beer from okay. the Brewfest. Um, but yeah, I've had one of these before. They're really tasty, and um, well, I guess I was saving it for a special occasion. So might as well do it for a funeral. Is the uh, Lyra send off a team slurp? <sighs> well. I also had this can of hams in the in the reserves, so I guess we can make this team slurp. It is episode 75 anymore. Anyway, uh, here we go, guys. You know what to do if your team knows slurp. Ah. 
Tastes like sadness, though. Mm, speaking of sadness, <laughs> it's me. It's Griff. Causing all the sadness in this room. I, myself, am drinking a Blitzen's Secret Stash Imperial Mocha Stout from Levante. And it's real good. So, why don't we do a roll-off before we get into the episode? And I believe it's just me, Steve, and Emily. All right, here we go. I got a 17. Ooh, I got a 14. I got a 9. I'm up next. Oof. Nice. Sucks to get beaten on a 9. Usually a 9's okay. Yeah, it's it's all bad. about averages. 50% of the time, a 9's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Steve and Emily go to the finals. We'll see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I, Steve, I think you are you have a very good record as far as roll-off, getting to the finals. I get. I usually get pretty far. I know yeah. Haley gets pretty far usually, too. So it's as one of the two of us. I, I don't know who though is is the yeah. is in the finals the most. But yeah, looking well, forward to it. So, guys, last episode was kind of pivotal. I didn't really think it was going to be. Uh, I thought it was going to be a relatively routine fight, but we uh, we lost a party member. So it took seventy four episodes. And what I got to say is I'm proud of you guys. 74 episodes is a long time to go without having a character die. You guys have been in a lot of tough situations, a lot of really close scrapes where it was either the dice or the strategy that kept one or more of the characters alive. And so kudos, seriously. I know it's tough to lose a character, but... Um, you guys have been doing really well so far and, um, you know, I, I think you'll continue to, things are only going to get harder from here, but, um, we'll see. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So with that, let's get back into the moment. You guys have finished the fight against a Bazidrond and two violet fungi and you kind of in the heat of the battle see Lyra fall but it's one of those confusing moments for your characters she's been prone the entire combat she's been swimming she's been um you know, confused, staying still, swimming away. And so I think that it's when the battle kind of stops that you notice her floating there. Emily, what's happening? From Lyra's perspective, the muck and pain fade away as she's again floating in the ocean, close enough to the surface that the light still illuminates her. She sees what she knows are Eclipse, Ikmer, and Matumbe, but they look distorted and out of shape. When she tries to call out to them, her lungs just fill with water and she starts to sink into the depths. Whilst, while she sinks, she sees Professor Lorimore hunched over a book absorbed in his work. She sees Liana's white dress and Entrellis, who's holding a black feather and looking concerned. Her eyes focus a little farther away, and she can feel the Nethal goo looming above the water, but for now, she's just out of its reach. A wave of peace washes over her as she realized she's escaped its plans. She continues to sink until the light no longer reaches her, and everything goes black. And we fade back onto the scene. You're out of combat. Make a perception check. Ikmer got a 19. Eclipse got a 17. Matumbe's coming in hot. High rolling today at a 28. Matumbe is the first to notice. He sees Ikmer and he sees Eclipse. And they're above water. 
they're standing. He sees the enemies around them bobbing. And then he sees Lyra bobbing face down. What do you do? So I, I don't think he speaks right away. Um, Matumbe is going to um, like holster his book. He puts it, he puts it like on his belt. It's got a D clip on it or something. I don't know. It, it's supposed to be holsterable. You know what? Figure it out yourselves at home. Um, and then he puts his shield on his back and really doesn't indicate to either of his party members what he realizes uh, slowly draws the spiral over his own heart and then walks over to Lyra and turns her over because she was face down. And upon turning her over, you can you can see without a heel check that she's she's no longer alive. What you see is a crop of fungus leaving her mouth and kind of in strands across her face and down her neck. Um, it looks like it, it came from inside her. What you also see is slashes on her body, the size of the vines of the creatures you fought. And it just looks like it rotted her flesh away to the bone. And it's, it's almost clean on her arms and on her chest. You can see some of her ribs and you can see uh, her forearm, like the bones underneath. And you know she's past anything that, that you can do to help her. He whispers a, a quick, um, a, a quick, I, I'm searching for a word here that I'm not going to find, but like just a phrase to uh, the, the people of Phrasma would say, or the worshipers would say when they encounter death, um, and he's going to do the thing that you see in movies where someone puts their hand over someone's eyes and closes both of their eyelids. Um, and then he's going to look over his shoulder to Eclipse and Ikmer and say, It appears Lyra has fallen. We can't help her out of this one. And Ikmer would rush over, uh, splashing all over the place and be at both of their sides. That's no problem, Matume. We've we've done this before. Just you can help her out, right? It's no big deal. I, 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 I'm sorry, my boy. Look at the look at the damage that was done to her corporeal body. There's no bringing her back. She's too far gone. No, Matumbe, you can't be right. You have to do something. We have to. Uh, I've I've seen a lot of death in my time. More than I hope you ever see, Ikma. What I see below me is death. And it is far, far beyond my powers and my connection with the lady to bring someone back from the other side. Sure soul escapes us, I fear there's nothing we can do. But, uh, uh, that just can't be Matube. Uh, she she's part of our our pack. You you can't uh, Eclipse. You you can do something, all right? So, Eclipse. But Griffin, I have a quick question. I guess is there are there still vines and trees and stuff? Or like the fungus kind of still around the room? Yes. Yeah, so uh, Eclipse won't respond to Ikmer, but she will go swim over, stare at the body um, of her friend, probably the one that she was closest to as well, and just, she's going to start getting angry, like really, really angry. Um, She's going to go across the walls where there's all the fungus and she's going to just start slashing at it and saying, stupid fucking plants of all the things, fucking plants, and start cutting down whatever she can. And then she will also, like, you'll see there's tears going down and she's going to walk around and she'll grab the sapling rod and say, all for this 
for a run. I can't let it go in vain, I guess. Better grab it and just start again. She's so angry. And in her anger, she grabs the sapling rod and her eyes roll back. Oh. Okay. And she starts to seize. And and Matumbe and Ikmer can see this. And we enter on a scene. This is not what I expected. <laughs> oh, no. 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 And Eclipse, you see yourself with clawed hand and the sapling rod in it. Plant the rod in the ground. And you have these thoughts. You're thinking to yourself, well, this... This will keep them from finding me. This will take some of them. This will make them weaker. They can't possibly resist this. And as you plant the sapling rod, your vision shifts to that of the rod. And you see Dr. Saloom stride back out of the room having planted the rod there yeah um this is only going to infuriate eclipse a whole lot more so again at this point she's basically hysterical and there are tears flying um and she will say she warned us and then she did this to us she did this to us the the claws what 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 did you see you, you you lost control of yourself for a second day eclipse. The reason we're here, the reason Lyra is gone, is that lady, the one who threatened us already, the one Lyra talked to, and they said it would be bad if we didn't leave. Guess what? This is these are our consequences. She did this to us. She planted it there. She put this as a trap. She did this. I'm going to kill her. We walked right into her clutches, it seems. We did not heed her warning. And this is the result. Well, Eclipse, if you don't get her, or what not, uh, you know, I, I just get in line... Because I'm, I'll kill her if you don't. I know I shouldn't be laughing, but <laughs> holy crap, the way Igmer talks. <laughs> so, well, wait, wait, guys, uh, we can take her to Pavlos. It should be fine. They're, like, right? He'll just, it'll, it'll be, like, he'll make her, like, new again, or... We could we could all be together. I I don't want to say resurrection is impossible, Ikma, for I I fear we both know that to be a falsehood. But I, I don't think we'll be able to bring her all the way back. I don't know that Pavlos himself is strong enough, and furthermore You need a willing spirit to come back. What is Lyra seeing on the other side now? Is it a paradise? Is it somewhere where she wants to spend the rest of her, her, her immortal life? She may have moved on. I don't know if she's coming back. No, 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 this can't be right. The, absolutely not. I. This is ridiculous. I and, can't and, take and, it. As 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 Ikmer's like kind of falling apart a little bit, Matumbe does that does that move where someone's like kind of hysterically crying, and you you hold them really tight and like push their like head down into the down into your neck, kind of a thing, where you know you're yep. you're like really holding them close and tight to like kind of hold in their sobs and stuff. 
um, as Eclipse is like wildly cutting shit apart in the room, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, no, she's doing the swim equivalent of stomping around the room uh, and kicking any bit of the fungus or corpses around. Angry freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> and Ikmer is like just slapping the what little water there is on the ground and just just is goes limp in Matumbe's arms. The minute that Ikmer is quiet, Eclipse will start heading towards the door and she will say Get the body. We're not leaving her in this trap. And she's just going to start start going, assuming that the two will follow her. Do you take the sapling rod? Yeah, yeah, no, that's I I grabbed that. All right, so so just logistically, maybe we're cleaning up some stuff. Um, either Matumbe or Ikmer picks up Ick's sword. If it's Matumbe, he gives it back to him, right? Um, and then I imagine between the two of us, we we carry Lyra's body out. Um, and I don't even know if it if it really goes uh, without saying with our like three party group, but I think we would want to take her back somewhere. Um, that at least in this castle is most like home to her. That means the most. So I think without, without even probably talking it over, we take her back to the hall of the sea in the other building. Things of the sea. Things of the sea. Yeah. 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 That's a good choice. Now Eclipse would have quite the hardy lead because if they're doing some cleanup and stuff, she has already stomped her way out. I mean, risks and threats be damned. She's, probably already back on solid ground, I would guess. And she take this moment of alone in silence to grab um grab the spirit like grab the spirit of Arenal and really talk one on one to it. Um and she would want to give Arenal a message for the spirit of Lyra. I think Arenal is picturing um the corpse of Lyra, and he says, Drown! Yes, she did. Bring her here. Just ask her with Liana. It'll be good. Bring her here with us. We can can be together still. She's not gone. And then uh, Eclipse would... Just wait, that's the message that she wants Arenel to give. And she's sending Arenel and Liana. Yes. I'm I'm a, but like probably not right away, like would want to wait until uh right, like cuz I don't want to take the spirit until there's been some proper funeral stuff, so. That is the message for once uh Matumbe and Ikmer have let go. That is when Eclipse would want to send Arenal. And so I, I think we're just carrying the body back over through the windy passage, um, taking whatever ten or twenties on climb checks to make sure that we can do this carrying a uh, carrying a body. Well, you can't because oh. there's a risk of failure. All right, uh, what do we got to roll? Uh, climb. Okay. Perfect. My plus zero. Will. All right. That's well above what I remember we needed to hit. It would be a 14. What'd you get? I got an eight. Okay. So Ikmer begins to slip, but you guys had that rope and I assume you're using it again. And so he does not fall. Okay. Despite holding Lyra and onto the rope. You make it into the museum-like building, and Eclipse is already there. And the three of you, with Lyra, make your way into the room titled Things of the Sea. All right, so um, between Things of the Sea and, was it the Hall of Darkness we would have had to go through? I can't remember the exact name. Yeah, Something the darkness. Beast of Dark Repute. Beast of Dark Repute, perfect. Um, could I posit that between those those rooms or in the lobby that we also would have had to walk through, that there's a 
some sort of wrapping or linen or just generic cloth that I could repurpose to wrap the body up. For Drapes. sure. For sure. Yeah. Drapes. Perfect. Yeah. Just it, it doesn't have to be anything special. Just something to um, just like anybody would wrap a body up back in the back in the day. Um, Maybe the sea room has blue drapes. That would be perfect. I don't know, Griffin, does it? Sure. All right. <laughs> uh, so Matume makes sure to grab the blue drapes that have the starfish pattern on them. <laughs> and uh, so he's going he's gonna to turn to Ikmer and Eclipse and, and say, I don't think we can bring her all the way back. I think we need to complete our quest. Do either of you object to holding a short ceremony and then proceeding to the Hall of the Beasts of Dark Repute and having a little burial at sea? Or we, dro- we drop her body into the surf below. That sounds... Well, that sounds like what she would probably want, and I definitely don't want this doctor to have a chance to get away because I don't know what whatever it takes I'm gonna make sure she pays I agree well then let us begin so what Matuma is gonna do is gonna very respectfully uh, wrap the body he's going to take off all of the things that she was carrying that might be of worth so uh, ring of protection, the manta ray cape, that kind of stuff. Um, cause the dead can't take that stuff with them anyway. And once that's all done, um, you know, for, for maybe five, 10 minutes, he's going to have his book open. He's going to turn to passages about funerals and, um, and read off some, some words. Um, but then when he's done with all of the perfunctory religious stuff, that's when um, that's when it's going to be time to do the actual ceremony. And he turns to Eclipse and Ikmer and informs them that I'm going to say some words now, words from my heart as a eulogy per se. Once I am done, you may each speak your piece if you will. If not, that is fine as well. And then we will begin the procession. Eclipse, I would appreciate if you lead us. Ikma and I will carry the body. And so he begins. It is with a heavy heart we gather here today to honor Lyra's passing from this life, but with hopeful spirits that we must celebrate her passing into the next. Being a religious man lends itself naturally to curiosity of other religions. It's a hunger I have inside me, to know more about the divine and a drive to comprehend other world views in a world where other people's gods definitively exist. What drives a person to worship one over the other? Is it a calling from a specific deity? A calling greater than anything you've ever felt? So great that you leave all else behind in search of a new purpose? In in my case, yes, that is it. But this is not the same for everyone, for I do not believe any god sought Lyra out as an instrument to execute their will. In the case of the late and extraordinary woman we remember here today, I believe it was a purity of heart which she could not keep to herself that caught the eye of one god in particular. Old Deadeye himself, Rastel. I would like to read one of the tenets held dear by devout worshippers of Rastel as written in his parables. I show respect to my elders, for they have done much. I show respect for the young, for they have much left to do. I show respect to my peers, for they carry the load, and I will carry it with them. None of us could say that Lyra was outspoken in her faith, and as such, a sermon on it alone would be inappropriate. However, can any of us hear this passage and not picture our friend? Can any of us hear this passage 
and not be instantly reminded of her songs and the way they lightened up the most somber room or the most grisly battlefields. How her voice, which yearned for the ocean, carried us in our times of need. I believe a melody of turbulent emotions churned inside Lyra, as water where great and roaring rivers crash into the mighty expanse of the seas. And I believe it was this drive which compelled her to support those around her, to stand against the oppressive majority for the rights of the minority, to protect the innocent and to fight, ultimately dying to protect her friends. To further borrow some of her more nautical language, whenever we were lost at sea, she was a blinding, radiant light guiding us back to shore. When we were sinking and we could not swim, she was the one who would pull us in. I ask you all to pray with me to Arastil for a quick and expeditious journey of Lyra's soul into the next life. For death is not defeat. May he provide her a straight path through the river of souls, as one who earned his favor miraculously finds a path through the wilds of our own world. May the Lady of Graves judge her fairly, so that her final resting place be one of peace and prosperity, where the sun never sleeps, and where the ocean stretches for eternity, but never meets the sky. See you soon, Lyra. Fuck, just take a arrow card, dude. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. I spent a lot of time on that. Wow. Yeah. All right, Fuck. so that's a, that's a neutral. <laughs> it's the queen mother. I think I got this one already. That's fine. And so... Matumbe speaks his words, and in the in the things of the sea, you say goodbye to your thing of the sea, Lyra, who was always meant for it. What do you do now? Well, I, th- I think now that Matumbe's words are done, he's going to look to both... Ikmer and Eclipse and say if you want to say goodbye now this is the time and we will proceed I have nothing more to say we we will follow and guide her as as she goes through this journey and Eclipse's like the veins on her arms are going to be like almost black and she's going to look drained and as she looks like almost really really ill you see a like almost blue fiery orb come out, a pastel yellowy orb come out, and a bright purple orb come out, as well as Aranel there as a shadowy figure, like ready to follow Lyra as they as Lyra goes down. Matumbe sees uh, Aranel for the first time in a long time. And he smiles to himself and he says, Good to see you again, my friend. Ikma? Yeah. I'll, I'll say a few words, I guess. Lyra, you gave us life and healing when we needed it most. And... Your fighting spirit will go on, and while you may not be here physically, just know that you will always be a part of our pack, no matter where you might be, and I'll never forget you. You, that's, that's all I can say, Ritube. Then it is time. And, uh, Matumbe would start to pick up the, the shrouded body 
along with, I'm, I'm assuming, Ikmar. Eclipse, will you lead us to the place of rest? Yes, and Eclipse will start going towards the what opening in the in the floor by the that's where the spiral staircase and stuff yep. was, right? Mm-hmm. So Eclipse will start heading that way. We'll follow. I know. I assume when we all get there, um, there, I, I, there's. I don't think there's much left to say. Uh, Ikmer and Matsume kind of flank the door with with Lyra or the body of Lyra between them, and then. Uh, Matumbe looks Ikmer dead in the eyes, gives him a a deep nod, and uh, there she goes. And you watch the body of Lyra fall 150 feet into the water below. As you see this, you see the orbs Eclipse conjured follow that body shrieking off of the wings of Arinel as he descends to follow Lyra into her final resting place and then we fade Eclipse's spirits four follow Lyra's body down and they find her soul attempting to leave this plane now at rest and Arinel is the first to reach her and he says follow my time in this world is over protect I've given my life to protect I don't want to be trapped for all eternity save us is it really that and then Liana would reach you. Lyra, please. Eclipse is changing. She's she's not she's she's not good. She, she's she's turning. She's she's bad. She's bad. Lyra. You need you need to help us change her. What could I do to help? You're there with her. If you can't do it, I don't think I could either. You see an ethereal axe hit Liana in the side of the temple, and her form dissipates. And you see Vance standing in front of you. You're right, Lyra. You need to move on. This is... Not your turf. This is where I belong. If you don't move on, <laughs> well, I'm gonna force you to. You leave Eclipse alone, because it's hurting me now. Eclipse is a strong-willed individual. She'll contain you. I know she can. She has the strength within her. <laughs> she already lost you. Let's see what happens when she loses a couple more of her friends. Do you see how much she freaked out when you died? <laughs> I don't think she's going to be able to keep cutting someone's head off next time. <laughs> oh, it's going to be beautiful, and you better not get involved. Do you understand? If I ever see your spirit here with mine again, <laughs> well, guess what? This axe can hurt you. This outburst freaks Lyra out, and she starts to back up a little bit. I know Eclipse can do this on her own. My time here is done, but you won't have the last laugh. (laughs) I tend to laugh a lot, Lyra. (laughs) I think it's going to be fine. I think I'm going to have control of Eclipse once and for all, once her other buddies are dead. (laughs) Just wait. Once you see Ikmahematumbe by your side, well, Eclipse is going to be the next big threat. (laughs) And he fades, and Arinel fades, and we all fade back 
That was great, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was. I, had, I, that was, I times. was really hoping it would go like that. Thank you. Nice. So I, I, I think. Uh, I mean, we don't, we don't see any of this, right? We, we maybe see the orbs fly down after. Oh her, yeah, but you certainly don't see what's it. going on in kind of like yep. the spirit world. Yep. So I think it's a, you know, it's quiet in our, in the room now. The three of us left. And Matumi's going to look to his two traveling companions and say, What do we do now? I, I, I fear retreat is no option, even with the loss of one of our own. One of our family is dead. We must find this Dr. Saloom. We must stop her evil machinations. And we must free Larry. I fear that even though it's just the three of us left... And there's no hope of anybody ever coming out to help us. We must continue on and finish the mission. So as each, you know, orb comes back, eclipses slowly, like all of her veins kind of go back to normal. She looks a little bit more rested, but is still exhausted under those eyes. And she just... Yes. I'm tired. I'm hurt. I think we all are. It's time... To buckle up, get down to business, get back in the game. And we need to go, and we need to take this doctor out. I don't know who she is. I don't care. She's dying, and it's our hands. So, with that in mind, I'm going to heal myself. Ikmer, buck up, bud. It's time. We've, we, have, we have to avenge our friend. Absolutely, Eclipse. If she didn't see us, if this doctor didn't see us fighting before, we're going to fight harder than ever before. And Matumbe stomps his foot really loud. It's dead silent. And then he stomps again. And then again. And he keeps going. As and the intervals get shorter and shorter, and he's pounding his foot on the ground as the this the this sound reverberates through the room. And he says, "It is time to go. It is time to bring death to Doctor Saloom. It is time to find Larry." And he's pounding on the ground, trying to like get everybody riled up because like we're about to fucking own. And almost in cadence with the stomps in the lobby of this museum you begin to hear stomp, stomp a knock on the door and then the handle turns and the door opens what do they see, Emily? In front of them they see a female dwarf who's approaching middle age she has a stern face, but wrinkles around her eyes and her mouth that show that she's smiled an awful lot. She has dark brown hair streaked with gray that's very thick but neatly braided. There are metal rings clipped into all of her braids, and all of them have inscriptions. Overall, she looks fairly plain. The armor that she's wearing looks very durable, but not brand new, not super shiny. She's wearing very simple green shirt with brown pants and looks surprised when she uh, sees the three of you. It's going to be rolls for initiative. Eclipse legitimately has her axe at the ready. Yep. I think, yeah, we're all like, yes. what the fuck? We like just that. were very pumped up right now. <laughs> so, Emily, what does this character say as she enters the room? I think he, I think Queen was about to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hello there. You three must be the adventurers that Lyra was traveling with. My name's Freya. Is Lyra around? What business is it of yours? State your intentions. I work with Mikhail. 
Her father? Mikhail. He's been awful worried about her. She hasn't written in several days. And you are following up for this, Mikhail? You are following, trying to find his daughter? Well, yes. You just missed her. Well, when will she be back? I need to find her. He has an awful feeling after that whole trial. It is true. She performed well in the trial. She accompanied us here after the trial based off of some information that we had found out. A friend was in danger. Lyra fought with us. She fought valiantly. She is no longer among the living. And she's gone. Gone, gone. Tried to help. Tried to keep her spirit so that we could maybe do something. But she's gone. Every part of her. I fear you come too late. The woman you seek is... Well, she has been returned to the waves where she belongs. And... Sorry to say, but we don't have time for, well, whatever you were coming here with, we, it's, we, well, we're not looking for more people to join us right now. We also had a pretty good thing going on with my Mwangi battle dance. We gotta wrap that up. We plan to avenge her death. That's it. We will kill the woman who did this. And stay out of our way. I'm not here to hurt you. Lyra had so much left to give this world. I don't think the work that she's done is over. Her life isn't truly over. Until the last ripple she caused in this world is still... And I can be one mighty ripple. So what are you saying? You wish to help avenge a death with us? You wish to right the wrongs that were done? We are under strength right now. We are about to go into battle. A battle which... I cannot guarantee the three of us at all will make it out. You may be walking to your death. We got this, Matumbe. We're, f- we're f- totally fine. Now, now, Ekmer. If we want to succeed at revenge, are you in? You newcomer, would you also help us take revenge? Because I might be okay with that. It was not her time. This was unjust. I'm familiar with what's been going on. This is not the first or the last. These people were hurt. You need my help. Funny enough, we have been approached by another woman in this very mansion. Her intentions were not so pure as yours. And when I say that, I need to know that your intentions are pure. Would you consent to me detecting your alignment? You don't need to ask her for consent. Just do it. That's a message I don't want to give to our listeners. Oh, for detect alignment? Jesus. Freya looks around and, like, looks down at her armor and her shield that have a... uh, bow and arrow with like stag horns and she just taps them I'd think this was all that she needed but go ahead I won't stop you so he'll go ahead and uh, and detect alignments knowing that those are the sa- those are the sigils of uh, of a rastal don't be fooled we've seen a false priest before this is true this is true Not the first. (laughs) Probably not the last. (laughs) And? You detect good alignment. 
And that is it. And that is it. Eclipse. Ikma. I believe her intentions are true. I do not know this woman, but... I... I think we can trust her for now. I guess. But... But... Yeah, she can come along, I guess. Well, it is a... And I guess... It's a sad time. You find us. Uh, we just had a funeral per se. For your quarry, Lyra. My name is Matumbe. I come from the Mwangi Expanse, and... I... I wear my religion on my sleeve as well. I let my companions introduce themselves. My name is Eclipse. That's about all you need to know right now. Follow follow us. Help defeat the lady with the claws. And I'll maybe share more. Until then, that's all you need. Yeah, she's kind of cool when you get to know her. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure they're kind of uh, like, I guess we're all kind of like packing up our things and moving about. And while Ikmer is is also doing that, he'll like turn away and say, like, Yeah, I'm Ikmer. <laughs> I love it. I've heard a little about all of you. The buzz in the town for the trial is insane. I'm honored to join you all. Good things? Depends on who you talk to. Shit, guys. <laughs> Not great. Uh... That Adivion had quite a bit to say. He's a bastard and Lyra hated him, so you do too. He's, he he kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I thought he was a good guy. <laughs> Whatever. Didn't like him either. I I believe it might be time then. You said your name was Freya? You worship Arasto? You come here for the same revenge we seek? Let us seek it together. My life is dedicated to helping those that are in need. I can't do that without taking out this threat. You see a very at-risk teen... Packing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Very at risk you. Probably downing another beer. Downing another yeah. beer. <laughs> it, we're all, all of 13 or 14 at this point. Timmy's got to take him to Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's start back again down in the water. So you guys head with um, with this new party member, this dwarf, you head back to the Drowned Menagerie. You've been to the western portion of this building, and you know that there is an eastern wing. You hope that this is the way out. And you continue on. You take the right as you enter, but Frey, you do see that this staircase is blocked with debris. Can I make a perception check with stone cunning? Yes, you can. <laughs> Already flexing that dwarven stone cunning. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to be a thing. <laughs> Still a little disoriented, only a 15 with a 15, you know that while this would take several days to move, you're a cleric. You understand that magic could potentially uh, solve this situation in mere minutes. Do you three know what's up this staircase? It is impossible to know. There is too much rubble. We will never make it. We must go east. <laughs> I'm pretty good with stones. I should be able to move it. Hmm. Just a few minutes. 
So are you a miner then? No, some sort of stoner, it appears. Classic stoner. <laughs> well, so, suck, guys. I'm, I'm Freya. What's going on over here? She's definitely not a miner. I mean, look how old she is. <laughs> All right. We're already throwing shade on the new Boy. character. <laughs> Ten minutes in, throwing shade on the new character. Stone shape will make quick work of this. And she uh, will pause for a second. And if no one, like, tries to stop her, she just goes up, casts it, and uh, removes the stone and just pushes it off to the side. Eclipse will cover her head just in case. And the stone moves, creating a tunnel while it may not provide enough clearance for Matumbe to walk through without crouching. It certainly does enough clearance for Freya to walk through. Maybe she's not used to creating tunnels for things larger than dwarves. Uh, So Freya and Eclipse walk through unimpeded. And you reach the top of this staircase, which leads to a series of catwalks. Most of them dead end because they've fallen. But you do see some alcoves. They appear undamaged. And there's nothing blocking their way? Nothing blocking them. There's, I mean, you can walk. You see these alcoves are level with you. One is to the uh, east and one is to the west. The one to the west is kind of the last thing you see before the catwalks beyond presumably to the rooms that you had just been in, are collapsed. You're kind of in this weird intermediary space. It's like a hallway in between the chambers of this area. And so you can see out into the chambers to the west and the chambers to the east, but you're in a hallway that's kind of secluded. And you can see that this hallway would have branched out into the catwalks that would have spanned each of the chambers, but they've been meticulously destroyed. So, Dwarf, do you know the right way? Another perception check? Sure. So we got the ageism coming over from Ikmer. Got the racism coming in from Eclipse. (laughs) 23. Yeah, Ikmer's about to start. Okay, Boomer. (laughs) Uh, 23 is more than enough to know. Uh, There is a what appears to be a cabinet in the alcove that is in the hallway you're in to the east. Looks like there might be something stored here. Does it look like something that you would need to, like, disable to open, or it's just... It literally looks like a mundane cabinet. It's not made of stone. So you're not really cunning on the subject. Ah. I'll check this out, and I'll open the cabinet doors. Okay, you open the cabinet doors... You find two potions and two vials. Can I spellcraft? Yes. Uh, You can spellcraft the potions. I I will do that. 23. One is a potion of displacement, and the other is a potion of gaseous form. Ooh. These are good. Mm. Please make me a uh, heal or a knowledge nature for the vials. All right. right. I'll try a heal, uh, which I'll likely fail and then pass to someone else. Oh, well, uh, I can aid. Natural 20. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Natural 20. I have a plus zero. Okay. I also got a nat 20 with a plus one. To aid? Yeah, it was to, I did okay. say to aid, but still. Okay. Yeah, no, it that's still been great. That's so close. <laughs> Knowledge, nature, sure. everyone. We both right. did heal. I know you did heal, okay. yeah. Nice. Uh, Knowledge, nature is coming up to a 23. Okay. So for the, for the people rolling rocks on that heal, you know that this is blood in these vials, and you know that it is fresh. As in, like, this vial has preserved it as such that it, it hasn't clotted at all, and it's considered perfectly fresh. Matumbe, with that knowledge nature, you know that this is basilisk blood. Oh. Oh. What does that do? What I'll tell you from the 23 
is that you know that basilisk blood can be used, if fresh, to unpetrify somebody that's been turned to stone from a basilisk. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Are we going to fight a basilisk? Nah, that's probably not going to kill them up. Right, they just put these here. Throw these down into the water. We'll never need them. Fuck. Oops. Yeah, uh, Natumi's going to relay that to the rest of the party that um, this might be something worth hanging on to. But that's about it. You know, he'll tell him what it does. I Do you think- check the other alcove? Another perception check? Sure. It's a 19 or a 21. With stone cunning? Yes. With stone cunning, you notice a loose stone in this seemingly empty alcove. If she uh, detects magic on it, is there magic? There is certainly magic. She focuses in on the aura? There are two auras. They appear beyond the stone. You're only seeing partial. You're seeing it almost as if it's through the crack between the stone and what's beyond the stone. The stone itself seems to be blocking the aura. There's something else back here. And she presses the stone? She presses the stone on one side and the other side kind of flips up. It's as if the stone's just loose in the ground. She pulls it out? She pulls out the stone and she finds a potion and a wand. Hmm. Spellcraft? Yep. Eleven? <laughs> you don't know what either of these are. Yeah, we kind of have a person Move out for of that. the way. <laughs> Move out of the way. I've left to grab them and spellcraft. <laughs> I rolled really bad for that. Thirteen. Thirteen gets you the potion. It's a potion of non-detection. Okay. All right, here I come. Uh, for the, uh, obviously the- The wand. The wand. Nineteen. Nineteen. This is a wand of charm monster with 44 charges. Woo. Wow. That's no joke. Well, that's probably how they got the Gurions down there and everything else. You would think. Holy shit. 21,000 gold for that. So you guys have found these items and you see that the way into, you see that, This upper area leads towards an open door on the opposite side, which appears to go outside. But the catwalk is broken. And you think the only way that you're going to get over there is going through these rooms. It appears that the door is somewhat eye level with you, but in the um, northeastern room in this tower how how far is how far away is this is it it's about a hundred feet away okay yeah because i can make the rope of the rope of climbing says it can go somewhere and affix itself yeah no yeah i totally agree but but it's it's a little bit too far yeah Yeah. it's a little too far like the door itself is probably 150 feet away, but it looks like it leads to another corridor down there and you can see light coming from okay. the end of that corridor. Um, and as you guys decide what you're going to do, we fade again. We see Lyra's body hit the water with a splash and it flows down the gorge and into the swamp and the the current slows and her body bobs there and then we see a dark shape next to that body it's large larger than Lyra this shape appears underneath her and then rises up out of the water. Oh, sister. What a shame you didn't make it back to mother. I'll make sure 
She sees you. Don't worry about what's happened to you in this mortal coil. Mother will hold you in her arms again. And the Nithal goo grabs Lyra's body from the water in the swamp and rises into the air and you see its tentacles begin to sink into Lyra and her eyes open and instead of swimming in the water this time Lyra swims through the air to find her mother and then we fade back out and I need everybody to finish their drinks because we'll see you next week oh I knew it